0: Welcome to 4.0 in Life with me, your host, Dina. Every Wednesday, a brand new episode where we attempt to 4.0 your life. I'm a mama, an educator, and a blabbermouth here on the podcast trying to ace my life, but I'm going to be honest with you, a C plus is okay in my book. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow me, and let's talk more every single Wednesday. So I was just looking up the lyrics for Usher, the song "Yeah." Dun 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 dun. dun. What a throwback! What a throwback! Released in two thousand four, and mainly, <laughs> why am I googling that? You ask. Well. I was in my heyday. I was in college, <laughs> living life in my twenties. And um, today we did two thousands, like that's like what would you wear in the two thousands for Spirit Week? So yeah, but yeah, welcome back. I hope now for the rest of the day you are singing "Yeah" by Usher with Little John. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna do it. It's loud. <laughs> very loud when I do that. One of my students heard me do that. It was like nine something. No. Was it nine something in the morning? Yeah, it was like nine something in the morning. Like, um, um, my soul just escaped my body. What did you just do? And I was like, yeah, that was me. That was me. That was my 20s just calling out, just being released. (laughs) So welcome back to the podcast for Pinoying Life. I just wrapped a meeting with Go Nana's Annie and Morgan, the creators, founder of the gluten-free, vegan and nut-free banana bread. If you have not tried Gonana's yet, what are you doing? Now you're probably like, oh, I don't like gluten-free stuff and vegan. It's we're not trying to trend it all. It's mainly if you think about and I and this is where why I joined the ambassador program when my daughter was born we were told she most likely has a nut allergy. So here I am in fear of everything, everything. Uh, what what can I give her as a treat? Her first birthday, what is she going to have? That's not fair. That totally stinks. So a friend told me about gonianas. We tried it. I made for her first birthday. It was the birthday cake gonianas mix. I made cupcakes. Um, turns out she actually has an egg allergy, which is also concerning. Um, it's mainly in its raw form raw, excuse me, can't talk here, raw form. She can have it baked, but I still am just, you know, I'm always careful about allergies and whatnot. So it then just had me wanting and yearning more. Then Gonanas released an elite program, which they inducted me into, and I felt I felt so honored to be a part of you know, like uh, just a couple out of, they have like, I think 2,500 GBAs. So that's Guanana's brand ambassadors. And I think 20 or 30 of us were selected to be the elite, which I absolutely love. They just launched their brand new first cookie mix, oatmeal chocolate chip cookie mix. Now uh, don't be yeah, oatmeal. I like oatmeal cookie. Listen, you taste the oatmeal, but it's layered in chocolate chip comes out with a crunchy top soft chewy center again gluten-free nut-free vegan and I'm going to tell you something right now if you are someone who is gluten-free and you've tried gluten-free cookies and you're like I can't it tastes like cardboard these don't even taste gluten-free I'm almost like sometimes eating it I'm like ooh are these safe? Like gluten-free? And they are. Now I do admit we went through three bags in two days and that's probably a lot, but I also did like jumbo size stuffed cookies. So that's why. And I didn't eat them all. We all ate them all and it was a good time. So what we did is we had a meeting. And it was just like a normal get-together. And then Morgan was like, hey, Dina, do you want to host – not host, but like do you want to show us how to make a buttercream? And I'm like, sure. And I was so excited about it. And then I got so nervous, like silly nervous. And I don't know why I do that. I have no idea why I get nervous because this is I, – I blog and I vlog. This is what I do. And I was m- making the buttercream and then I talked about a clotted cream. I love clotted cream. It is so easy. Um, If you really want to make something so easy and you want to skip the buttercream, do a clotted cream. It's like you can add any flavor to it. It's whipped. It's literally heavy whipping cream. Pour that pint in the bowl. Just mix it, mix it for like 10 minutes. And honestly, it's just, it's like literally I think what we used to put on my grandma's chocolate cream pie and it was, it's just, that's what we put on it. But we didn't call it clotted cream. We just called it whipping cream. (laughs) And um, you can add vanilla extract to it. You can add fresh lemon. So you can have a fresh lemon like whipping cream if you want to call it or clotted cream. Dip your scones in it. Oh my God, it's so good. Put it in the like the fridge, make it cold. You can use like an ice cream scoop for it and put a like ice cream scoop of it on something. So good. Um, we also looked into vegan buttercreams and I found something on Pinterest that I sent to Morgan. You can do a vegan buttercream. And believe it or not, it's not that different than the recipe for a regular buttercream. So it calls for a vegan buttercream, um, dairy-free milk, unsweetened, a half cup of unsalted vegan butter, two cups of powdered sugar, one eighth teaspoon salt, and one and a half teaspoons vanilla extract. So you're going to add more powdered sugar, obviously, because there's not like the fat consistency and like regular butter versus vegan butter. So the cups is, uh, the, huh, I can't talk right now. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, here we go around the mulberry bush. The powdered sugar is going to be more of that binding agent, if you will. Um, and my butter was a little cold too. So I kept having to mix it and I'm like low key, like sweating. Cause I'm like, okay, I need them to talk about other things because this is taking a while. I need it to go faster. But then I remembered like you can't rush baking. You can't rush any of that stuff. Um, So I got a little nervous. But <laughs> then I beat myself up afterwards. I told my husband, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I messed up. Like it was cold butter. I should have just did a clotted cream when he's like, stop. You did a good job. You did a good job. But then that's kind of what I was leading into of our topic today about 4.9 Life. Why do we do like, why? Why do we beat ourselves up? Like, I literally had an excellent opportunity. I was so thankful. They asked me to speak on and share a recipe, which I thought was excellent. You know, for me, I'm like, this is so cool. Like, I am going to be a part of the meeting and share. And I think I just, because I'm a perfectionist, because I want everything to be perfect and I want it to just smile, sparkle, shine... I literally destroyed myself after I logged off. Like, oh, this could have happened and that could happened. And my son wanted to join me, so I let him join. And when he was trying to take a bite of the cookie, the buttercream kind of just like squished out and it went all over the place. And then I was like, oh, blobs. And then I took a bite on camera and all over. And I'm like, but this is all, like, this is who I am. And normally if I did a story on Instagram, I'd be like, oh, whatever, it is what it is. But for some reason, I don't know why. I just, I don't know. Because I couldn't hit edit. You know, this was like a live Zoom meeting. I couldn't hit edit. I couldn't go back. I couldn't do a take two. And I don't know, maybe that's what it is. But I think what we have to remind ourselves, and my takeaway is this because I always analyze everything. My takeaway for this is that we're not on television. We're not on a TV show. It's not reality TV unless you are. And you can go back and try again. And you can go back and um am air quoting edit, if you will. I need to be, and as others, we don't need to be so perfect all the time, right? There are times, and I admit to this, I will get dressed in the morning and I'm like, oh, I love this. And I get to work and I was like, what was I thinking? Like what, what was the lighting off? Did I not look carefully? Was I half asleep? And then I tell myself, whatever, it's, you did the best you can. And I have to stop analyzing so many things in this aspect to where I am literally picking apart everything. You know, I I feel like I do that way too much and I shouldn't. It's silly. Like, why am I doing that? I did, I, I had an opportunity that I was, I, it's so exciting. Like the owners and creators of Gooniana said, hey Dina, come on and talk to us about a buttercream. And I did it. And then I double, like, let me tell you something. I, when they asked, when Morgan asked me, I double thought everything. I literally got at 6.15, I scalped my dinner and I set everything up. I had two cameras going because I figured maybe I need, I also was nervous because it looked like it was going to storm here. So I was afraid that if my Wi-Fi went off, on my computer, at least I had my camera, and then I had my camera with my ring light. So I had two cameras going different angles, just for different folks to like see everything that's going behind the scenes and how I'm mixing and creating things. And uh, yeah, And then I was like mad at myself. It's so silly. It's so silly. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> so I am I'm my takeaway, again, is we. Like, we have to stop. Like, if you have an opportunity like that, take it for what it's worth. It was a good time. I hung out with other brand ambassadors. I made some yummy, delicious things. People were baking. I. It was a good time, you know. And here's the thing, too. I don't care how great of a chef you are, a baker, whatever you are, building a home, baking bread, there's going to be times where you can be so well-crafted in what you do and you make a mistake. And that's okay. Because what did I learn from that? Like, oh, I learned from that. I learned that my butter needs to be room temp. And I waited for it to melt, but it just it just took more time. And that's where I got like upset. I was like, oh, I should have had this butter. So yeah, giant steps equals giant success. <laughs> I'm looking here at my giant steps water bottle. That was another goodie too. That was a goodie. I have – this is the thing. I have to think about – and I think this is the other takeaway. When we have moments like this where we have these great opportunities and then we feel like we didn't do 100% and then we break ourselves down, we have to think about, again, first the opportunity that was given to us. But more importantly, what other things, because of what we do, greatness, have come about? Like what do we have in our back pocket that we have still yet to do? And it doesn't have to be like you're going to publish a book. I did that. If you're interested, let me know. Otherwise, it's called Paper Bag Princess. Three separate words. It's on Amazon. Dina L. Tart Paper Bag Princess. You're welcome. Shameless plug. Anyway, um, thinking about everything that I have done and oh, not picking myself apart and being thankful for the opportunities I'm given, even if I don't do well. I was talking to someone earlier today um, occasionally, I'll just walk through the halls, or I'll walk in the office, and I'm just singing like Disney-like. And they were like, "Wow, you have such a really nice voice." And I'm, th- I was like, "Thanks." So I was like, "I used to do it." And they're like, "What do you mean?" And I went through, you know, how when I was young, I was singing. I was in and out of the city doing open mic nights, industry nights. Um, I secured my image because when I would get on stage, people instantly would be like, oh, she's going to sing Britney Spears because I have blonde hair. And I was like, nope, no. I pull out a guitar and they're like, oh. you know, I'm not a professional guitar player, but I taught myself how to play guitar to where I wrote my own songs and I got up on stage and I was like, I want to be a musician. I don't just want to be a singer. I want to be a songwriter. I want to I want to be more than just the person that stands on the stage and sings I want to create things. I want to make things. I want to make music, not just from my voice, but from the instruments that I hold. And I said to this person that I stopped because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to make it. That is the silliest thing I've ever said in my whole life. And that goes hand in hand with what just happened to me tonight. So we're having like full circle, if you will, that It doesn't matter if I made mistakes. It doesn't matter if it didn't come out the way I wanted to. It doesn't matter. It's the opportunity I was given and that's it. I have to stop worrying so much about people judging me. I know I do a great job at the things I do. I wish I would have stuck with singing. I think about all the Broadway auditions I had, the off-Broadway auditions, being in the city, open mic nights, band auditions. Yes, I auditioned for American Idol very early on. I think they were in season two or three. And I remember standing online forever. And then the first line of people you see, I sang, what did I sing? I think it was Ella Fitzgerald satin doll because I could really belt it out and showcase my voice. And then the girl goes, oh, that's so cute. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And then the guy next to me is shirtless with black wings, sings horribly, and they say, you're moving on. I was like, are you kidding me? So then later what I found out was that these people um, were – they're part of the crew. They're not the execs or anything like that because you go – like the crew, like inter, like you perform in front of them, then you go to the execs, and then you move on to the final judges. And if you didn't have like a shtick, something that was going to make, you know, the watchers laugh when they do the, um, the blooper ones, or you, I don't know, you weren't what they were looking for, you didn't make it. And I just was so angry because it's one of, the, like, why? Why? Oh, so cute. Why was that cute? I literally just belted my heart out. Um, here is a true throwback. In God, I don't remember what year it was, but I was on MTV's Say What Karaoke. Don't try to Google it because I did. I can't find it. I do have it on VHS, but I have to get my VCR to work. And they sent us. They we were driven to the Hamptons. That's the year that I was in the Hamptons. And we get there and I already have my song picked out. I'm singing Lady Marmalade because I can belt it. I know this is going to be my winning song. Like any song that I can belt, it was like, put me in, coach. We get to the uh, practice and then we go to the hotel. We're finally in our hotel room and it's like, what is it, like 1130 at night. I get a knock at the door. Uh, Dina, we have to change your song. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm about to go to bed. They're like, yeah, your song we couldn't get clearance for. So we're going to have to give you another song. Here's a list. Pick one. We need to know soon. And I'm like, so now I'm like really nervous. I picked the song that the only song that I knew partially because now I'm like, well, well, I choreographed what I was going to do. Like, what am I going to do? So I picked pink, get the party started. And I stayed up probably till like 3 o'clock in the morning and memorized as much as I could. But at the time, I was singing, so it was a little bit easier. Right now, the brain's not working. And then (laughs) – I just remember too, like the cool moments, like going into the MTV uh, studios in the city and having practice rounds and just singing with all the execs and being in like the studio rooms. And it was such a a crazy experience. Like I loved every bit of it because this is what I wanted to do. So I, it's, you know, the day that we're filming, we're in the Hamptons, um, we're dressed, makeup. So the song comes on. And when the song comes on, I think it's already time to start singing. Nope. So you hear me going, I'm coming. And I stop singing because joke's on me. And then I get out there. And then I go, I'm coming out. So you better get this party started. And I remembered the words. But I just, it's not that I didn't love the song. But I couldn't vibe with it because uh, it wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepared. Whatever. I know they say any true professional could figure it out. So I figured it out. I didn't move on to the next round because the other people that were singing were doing like um, like really good songs. Like one girl did No Doubt. So that was re- – like all the guys knew the song and the girls knew the song. And then everybody else in the audience knew um, oh, this rock song that this other kid did and he had like a guitar with him as like some tchotchke. So I was kind of bummed because they had their choreographed routine. They had their costumes and I had to change everything. And it's not a cop out. Like, I I guess I didn't do a good enough job. Um, Aaron Carter, bless his soul, was one of the judges. Topanga was the host with Steven from Real World Las Vegas. And I forget who the other judges were. Um, Aaron Carter gave me like high numbers. (laughs) Love him. And uh, he was hanging out with us afterwards, playing basketball. I had such a crush on Steven from uh, Real World Las Vegas. It was just like, see, I needed to do this. I needed to go down memory lane and relive all of the epic moments. Like, I don't, I'm not saying nobody else can say this, but these are the things I did. Like, I legit was hanging out with the coolest people in the world. L- say What Karaoke, MTV, if you ever bring it back, can you give me a second chance? Like redemption for the losers of Say What Karaoke, I want to do it. I'm actually going to tweet them <laughs> when I'm done with this. i like, MTV, second chance redemption. Didn't do a good job. I need redemption. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Going on to Twitter, let's say Yes, Twitter still exists, friends. Let's see, at MTV. Oh, if I spelled it, that would be better. Here we go. Hey, reminiscing. How do you spell reminiscing? <laughs> reminiscing. <laughs> Siri's not helping me. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, Say what karaoke? Oh man, I am struggle busting today. Karaoke? Did I spell it right? No, I did not. Oh, Dina, 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 Dina. There we go. All right, say what karaoke, question mark, because there was a question mark at the end. How cool would it be to have redemption, redemption for the non winners, say the crew from the Hamptons. Oh, my God, <laughs> that was me. Okay. Let's see if they respond because they also had that other show on MTV where you were with like a group of total three people and you would lip sync battle or something. It was not the one that's out right now with Ella Cool J. It was like lip sync or something like that. I don't know. Oh my God. Such good times. I don't feel where I felt before. I did some great things. Very early on in my life. And I want to keep doing more and more greatness like that. I actually texted Morgan and I said, hey, how would you and Annie love to come on to my podcast? Because I think that would be so great. There are young entrepreneurs. They created GoNanas when they were in college. They threw up a reminiscent. uh, Morgan put this reel. It's so great to see how it started and where they're at now from 10 brand ambassadors to now 2,500 doing big things. They're in Whole Foods. They are in Wegmans. They're going to be in Target. I think it's great of all the things they're doing. I would love to interview them. And for anyone who is an upcoming entrepreneur thinking about it, it'd be great to get their insight for all the things they do. So I hope they will join me on the podcast. And I hope my walk down memory lane helps some of you too. I, I hope you enjoyed listening to me going down memory lane. And I need to do it more often. I need to talk about life before, not kids, life before teaching. Yes, let's do that. I'm going to do next week how I 4 in my life, being a singer in New York City when everybody just wants you to be a pop singer. Everyone's telling you to wear less clothes. Everyone's telling you have to be more sexy when really you just should be who you are. And if we learned anything from Billie Eilish, she was just like, nope, this is who I'm going to be. And look, look, look at Billie Eilish. Love, love Billie Eilish. So, okay, cool. Join me next week. We're going to do a memory walk, um, Life Before Teaching. And the real raw reality of the music industry and what it's like and how I got to where I was at, how I got into those auditions, how I got people to open doors for me. And I did not fake my identity much like Anna did. Did not. I promise. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast for Penoying Life. It's me, your host, Dina. It's D-E-A-N-A, one N. That's Dina. I'm a female Dean. Dina with one N. Make sure to hit me up on the socials, thequeenbuzz.com. It's thequeenbuzz, D-O-T-com. And let's talk more next Wednesday. Bye, friends.